0: And hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It's Zach and Alex back with you to talk about NASCAR at Homestead. We have a lot to talk about with Homestead. It was actually quite a dramatic race, um, so a lot to talk about there. Got some tea. Um, tweet of the Week's coming back, at least temporarily, because Alex made a banger tweet. We're going to talk about the United States Grand Prix a little bit. That that happened. Um, some IndyCar Silly Season news. It's, it's It came back. We haven't talked about indycar silly season for a few episodes but it's back we're gonna talk about it a little She's bit he's
1: risen from the dead it
0: really has um before we get to some awesome stuff that alex got to do um i'm i just moved in case i didn't like let y'all know that already so the room i'm in you can hear the echo and it's like really annoying i know but sorry there's nothing i can do about it right now i i, I don't i need to get more stuff on the walls as alex scolded me about um, all <laughs> did I? You did. You sco- you're like wait. Well, you need to put something on the wall back then I'm like, all right, bro. The my dresser on the other room ain't even built. All right, it's far <laughs> but um, I got a lot going on. But um, but no, I'm excited for today's episode. Um, me too. Oh, bear bear with my voice and my echo. But Alex, you've had a great week. I already know. I don't hey, have Alex. to ask you. Um. Because you got to do a really cool interview. If you don't know, Alex does um, a little bit of stuff with the Grid Network, and you got to interview a very special person involved in IndyCar. So, Alex, would you like to tell us about that?
1: Yeah. So over at Grid Network, I uh, we've talked about it a little bit. I uh, help out over there, contribute to their shows and everything. But uh, I got a message on Wednesday. Uh, the Wednesday morning and was like, hey, would you be able to fill in tonight? We have a guest tonight and we need someone else to be there. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then the interview was with uh, Beth Peretta, the CEO and uh, co-founder or CEO of of Perretta Autosport and then co-founder of Women in Motorsport North America. And I look up to her quite a lot because what she does for Women in Motorsport is kind of what I want you and I to do and are basically doing <laughs> and I mentioned that to her in the interview and her face like really lit up and she's like if you need any help like let me know I'll like I'll be a contact for you and everything so like that was really cool Yeah. um but if you want to watch that interview there's some it's a lot of fun we talked about the summit she's doing a uh, woman with drive that's at uh, Phoenix Phoenix Raceway that's happening I believe the week after the championship race or the week of so and it's going to be live streamed. I believe it's November 7th or like 6th and 7th. Uh, you can find that all on their website. But um, or, or go watch the interview on Grid Network's yeah. YouTube channel and uh, learn all about it. And yeah. And also, she uh, we asked her about future plans for Peretta. She said no comment, but uh, she did give a little tea about some rumors that are out there. So I would highly suggest you Ooh. go and check out the interview and hear it. Tee we love that that's awesome i'm so glad you
0: got to do that i mean alex again alex is just like constantly getting these really cool opportunities yeah y'all don't i don't think anyone realizes how hard-working alex is as a person like trying to you know get get into you know this industry because you out of all the people i know have such a passion for what we do here on the podcast for everything motorsports indycar nascar Um, etc so i'm glad you got to do that um i still haven't made time to listen to the the interview i I need to because that's good i could have put that on my i was looking for something to listen to on my right way home i should have put that on well you could have i get like a podcast drought like wednesday and thursday so i'll probably put it on then Mm. because i my, my racing podcast run out by then but yeah
1: and yeah, and thank you for saying that, Zach. I mean, you've told me that a lot personally, but I mean, yeah, I just gotta. do the, work.
0: I do work really hard. The listeners, it, they gotta know.
1: Yeah, it's put a lot of work into this. I basically have uh, three jobs between my regular day job, <laughs> this, and Grid. So, I mean, I, I'm pretty busy. Yeah, so. You are busy. I appreciate that.
0: Booked and busy. But. Well someone who i don't know actually how to transition this i was gonna be like well someone who's not that busy anymore because he won at homestead christopher bell he's, he's off for the next week no um he gets a win last minute bell he's white right, right before the bell rang i don't know well we're, we're gonna just brainstorm some nicknames for him later despite his wishes um but Christopher Belt wins at Miami. Kind of a surprise win. He was not in the picture all day long. Crazy stuff happened at the end. Larson took himself out. Um, Blaney had damage. JGR was imploding, but not the 20 car. The 20 car was there. Seized the moment. Once again, I mean, everyone's talking about the clutch factor that this 20 team has. The third time in, like, the last two playoffs they've gotten a win like this. So it was just like, we didn't really expect yeah. them to do so. Um, second one of the year. and yeah. You know... And sorry to cut you off, but, like, remember at Vegas, I was like, well, this is the first time he's been actually, like, close to winning since I don't even know the last time, right? Well, he finally got that win that I said he needed to get, and he's in the Final Four, and, I mean, that team's looking really
1: good, Alex. They are. They're looking fantastic. I think they're looking stronger than they did last year because last year they put themselves in a hole, and then they'd have to have that clutch win in the last race at Martinsville and the Roval. This time, he is in a position where he, in a different universe, he probably could have swept to this round. He could have won Vegas, and he he obviously won Homestead, and then he won Martinsville a year ago. So, I mean, he's in a great position. And Bell, he has the second-best average finish of anyone right Which now. Which surprised behind me. And,
0: yeah, that surprised yeah.
1: me. And you and uh, our guest for last week, Avery Hage, got in some oh, beef yeah. about this on because, Twitter.
0: Well, I, so I saw that stat. And I'm like, oh, so Christopher Bell is like one of the best drivers this year because he has the second best average finish behind William Byron. And then Avery's like, well, I wouldn't say that. I'm like, w- what? What do you mean? It's just like, dude, when I'm talking about the best driver, I'm talking about who's like finishing the, the best because that's what
1: matters in racing, right? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. To an extent, I mean, I think there is more to it because, like, you have to look at running position during the race why? rather than just where they finish. Why? I get it for
0: stage points and stuff, but like yeah. at the end of the day,
1: where that's, that's why the I like comes from.
0: Like that's why I like full season points a lot because it's just like it's hard to argue with it, right? Like, and I think he's leading the Winston standings. I believe like it's just I like the average finish stat because that's how. More like Kyle Larson isn't leading it because he keeps wrecking himself and taking himself out of the races, right? Like that he shouldn't be rewarded just but, because he dominates the races and then
1: doesn't succeed. You know what I mean? But to kind of defend Avery here, would you? Who would you say is more of a change of favor right now, Kyle Larson or Christopher Bell? I don't think you because actually average wanna... finish wise
0: christopher bell Kyle larson's not it and guess who guess who doesn't take themselves out as out of races that much christopher bell i think i would actually say christopher bell because um
1: but that's t for later would you have said that like before vegas though no because no one was talking to, exactly well here's the it, thing it's recently we
0: no we were well that's the whole playoff what are you talking about Alex what the hell are you talking dude we were talking about Denny Hamlin two weeks ago I don't understand what you're trying to say because with the playoffs it's all recency bias that's what you're supposed to do with the playoffs I'm just saying with the best driver all season I'm looking at the average finish
1: but who's been the best all year Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson we haven't talked about Christopher Bell right
0: not really they haven't been the best all year they've been the best I think like Cause really, it was Martin Truex, and then he got in the playoffs, and then we stopped talking about him because he sucked.
1: Okay, that fair point. Like, yeah. yeah, Truex. And like but Kyle Larson, Byron. Yeah.
0: Kyle Larson, we can talk about him in this format. I didn't say Christopher. Y'all getting me confused? Because I just said he. I didn't realize he was the second best driver this year because he has the second best average finish. That doesn't make it. It surprised me. Right. That's all mm-hmm. I was saying. Not saying that he's. You know, second most worthy for the championship because that doesn't matter in the playoffs. Right. It doesn't matter. So, anyways, I love well, you, Avery. But shut up. I'm just.
1: <laughs> well, you can hear more from Avery in our episode from last week. Yeah. We talk about Petit Lama in Vegas, so check that out yeah. after this one. But more on Bell and Zach. I guess this kind of continues a little discussion. Is Christopher Bell like underlooked? Because like, like, like I said, he could be two for two in this round so far if. He was a little another lap at vegas so, i well, mean
0: what's really interesting is that i mean with any discussion about the playoffs and who's the favorite it's all about the ebbs and flows right you were saying alex that denny hamlin peaked too early martin truex mm-hmm. obviously peaked way too early chris busher kind of peaked too early he's doing awful in this round yeah. right so that's kind of what it's all about isn't it like hendrick mm-hmm. for example kind of peaking at the right time they really got hot you know they won texas with byron larson almost won texas larson won vegas like they're kind of peaking at the right time i think the
1: 20 team is peaking at the right time they were kind of not yeah go ahead i want to stay on bell but you know who else is peaking at the right time is ryan blaney because holy crap we're gonna talk about blaney but like, but Oh yeah. my gosh. But for that example,
0: though, bell is just like, they are really peaking. I mean, a second and a first place in this round is really impressive, especially yesterday when, you know, the car was tight, 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 tight. And they worked on it and he stayed in it and he had a really good restart, yeah. took advantage of Blaney and Hamlin fighting really hard. He seized the moment and he got the win. And that's what, that's kind of the beautiful thing about NASCAR. I mean, Joe Gibbs said it yesterday on like the post-race show. Like, that's just the beautiful thing about our sport. Like stuff like mm. that can just happen. And, i was very compelled that whole race especially the last hour of it i mean and i'm excited to see someone like christopher bell compete with kyle larson in the championship four it's the first time both of them have been in it been in it at the same time so that's gonna be really cool and i mean i'll talk about this later but I'm, i'm hoping for my my dream final four to happen where it's like larson and bell i love those two and then there's like you know i want hamlin and blaney to somehow get in without willie and byron i don't know if that's going to happen but that'd be great (laughs) because i love all the four that's just a slay final four that is just so
1: slay to me for sure yeah and and then to kind of wrap up the discussion about bell joe gibbs said that he wants to have christopher bell in his car for the next 20 years he said he wants to ride c bell for 20 years so that's what she said but uh oh i
0: I would ride christopher bell as well. Yeah. Any agreement? Um, so, <laughs> anyone else want to so, ride? Um, I think every all the team owners should want to ride Christopher Bell. Actually, I think. I mean, it's
1: understandable. Just I mean, we saw him on the top yesterday. He was pretty good. So we did. we did. We yeah. did. We did see that. You wanted to come up with a nickname for Bell. Well, uh, I really like Last Minute Bell. What were they trying to
0: come lot. up with him? They tried to call him the Closer, which is so disrespectful. When Kevin Harvick and, was literally the sponsor of the race or the name
1: of the race. Like, come on. <laughs> and Christopher, I guess, said he just wants to be Christopher Bell, which I find hilarious. That's, hilarious. That's so him because he's just like he's. I don't say this in a bad way, but he's very vanilla. You know Christopher Bell is. He's like I just want to be Christopher Bell. He's vanilla. Don't have a funny nickname.
0: He's van- He thinks he's vanilla. I think he tries to be vanilla, but then he says really funny stuff like tight, tai 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 tai." Aura, we're having fun. This is fun. Like, so yeah. he just accidentally is like really amazing and really like has a good personality. Just a- by accident. I agree. I think it has to I do agree. something with like. His nickname has to be something about, like, a bell. Because, like, imagine you're rushing to class and you just make it by the bell. Like, Saved by the Bell or, like, the Bell Ringer. Because he's always coming in when the bells ringing. I think the Bell Ringer. Yeah, the Bell Ringer. I think that's what we got to call him or something. I'm coining that. I don't know.
1: Mm, Because it's just too much
0: of a pun with his last name. Because it really... It is. That is how he's winning races. That's how he won almost all of his races. Kind of. Like... And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like last year, I talked about it. Like it's something, especially in these playoffs to have that clutch factor to execute perfectly. Especially, I mean, when Kyle Larson makes a mistake and hands that race off and then Blaney had a bad restart and couldn't, you know, finish the battle with Hamlin, right? So he deserves it.
1: Right. And so let's talk, we've talked about the bell ringer or last minute bell, Christopher Bell, whichever you prefer. Well, let's talk about Ryan Blaney, also known as Wire B. WireB. And YRB. Yep. And uh Wow. Wow. Ryan Blaney. I know he did not win this race, but, but this was a statement. He's like, actually fast. At a mile yeah. and a half. Like and, he could have won that race yesterday. And you and I talked about it after he won Talladega. Like, we could see Ryan Blaney be a sneaky pick to make it to the championship four and possibly win one of these races. But you and I were saying Vegas or Martinsville. We weren't really thinking Homestead for him. We thought that was, like, a lock for yeah. Larson or Redick. And the honestly, the but only like,
0: reason we said Vegas is because Penske just has a weirdly good history yeah. there. But, like, he's... I mean, he listen... The bottom line is we said that he wasn't even going to make it or I said he wasn't going to make it past the uh the first round. Here my guy I is that too. going positive into Martinsville. Like I that is a never, huge deal. I never would have predicted that. Wow. Never. I mean, I'm just so happy for this race team because Me too. They've had a mid-season. I mean, well, well let me look at the average finish. <laughs> I mean, he's like <laughs> he's like a 10th or something on the average finish. Like he's just, you know, he's there. He's fast, but to be in this round of eight, which we kind of thought he was almost stealing a spot, but now it's like, no, he's one of the fastest guys right now. And that's really impressive. It makes me really happy to see this team doing this.
1: Like he passed Kyle Larson at Miami and like this current age, Kyle Larson, the guy who dominated, destroyed the field a year ago. Brian Blaney passed Kyle Larson before the incident, which we're going to talk about on pit road. Like, like, remarkable. Like, I just did not know Blaney had this speed in him in the 12. I didn't know he had this dog in him. To be honest, right? As I would say. But as a Team Penske fan, right? i accepted that one of my drivers was not going to win a championship this year back in july right because joseph was like a million points behind pillow and then blaney i like did not there was there was he no wasn't way, making right? noise yeah so the year of team might actually be getting a sequel because joseph won the indy 500 ryan won the 600. if ryan blaney wins this championship it's still the year of Team Penske because who cares about the IndyCar Championship? If that I mean, explodes, I don't care. Indy 500. It's hard to argue Come with on. that. Indy like, 500, I, Coke 600. I mean, it's really hard to argue with that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, and look, I don't. Do I think it's likely? I don't know. But if Blaney makes Phoenix, He's he really could have won there. that race last year. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I don't know. Like. If he can go in there and Denny Hamlin doesn't go and win Martinsville, which I think is a possibility. Like, I, I don't see someone else going up there to beat him. I don't see Redick well, doing that. Redick's it's all about 10, Evan
0: flows. I mean, Blaney yeah. has had probably one of the best. I mean, that's the reason he's above the cut line. He's had probably the best round of anybody that hasn't won yet. Right. Like better than Byron. Yeah. Even it's just, you know, Byron had the playoff point gap. Like. Yeah, He's having an amazing. Remember,
1: yep. And after Vegas, he got a penalty, but then it oh got rescinded. God, remember and that?
0: Remember when I that said that was that wasn't like, going to matter? It mattered. Oh.
1: It mattered. <laughs> Thank God he got those
0: points back because
1: holy cow! But that for 12 team that must have been like a huge morale boost. Like, oh, we are still in this thing. They would like at one point. I know they didn't. up happening but they were like what minus like 57 minus 56 yeah and now they're plus 10. right like crazy what a swing mentally like Like, that's just yeah incredible yeah like do not count out ryan blaney if he makes it to the championship four like maybe i'm a little delulu i don't know but i'm just i'm just saying like the vibes are there and if we go into our next topic here Things could have went very sideways if Kyle Larson went straight into Blaney. Yeah. Instead of hitting those barrels, because Blaney would have been out of the race and then minus like thirty or something. Yeah. But instead, Larson hit the barrels and Blaney still got a P two. I know it wasn't a win. Yeah. But like, I thought like it things was, like that happen. I thought it for was a reason that like for championships.
0: Kyle was like, "I really didn't want to hit Blaney. I'm so sorry. I thought that was really cute. oh Yeah."
1: our guys our guys our drivers yeah so
0: kyle larson makes a mistake and throws away a race win wow i'm shocked that's crazy um how many times have
1: we said that he's
0: he's only run he's only finished 26 races this year out of like what 33 now 34 Which like 30 oh oh yeah you're right 34 yeah so um and that's the least of like i think literally everybody full-time yeah so sorry i'm being a racing reference kid today but um but for real like it's crazy it's just it just concerns me in a format where it's all about phoenix going to phoenix and like not making mistakes and having a perfect race this five team does not know how to have a perfect race like most of the time even at las vegas like to be honest, their win at right. Vegas, they got lucky that they didn't completely wreck that car. Remember he made that save? He got sideways and hit the wall. That's true. I mean, yeah. I I love how the 5 team went into Homestead and they were they were laying it out on the line. They knew they had nothing to lose. They were willing to, you know, not obviously not on purpose, but risk kind of cutting it close, going into pit road, but Man, I mean, it. it this isn't going to matter if you wreck. It doesn't matter if you wreck and then you don't finish good. Going back to like my whole thing about finishing, you have to finish. You have to finish. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many laps you led. It does not matter how big your lead was. If you don't finish the race, it does not matter. And it's just, it just concerns me going to Phoenix because... I don't know and certainly i hope they have a good week at martinsville because like imagine if that was like them going into phoenix that would just not be good mental right you know but yeah. hopefully i mean again but, they kind of knew this race wasn't
1: important ultimately it doesn't matter but right yeah and but this incident with with larson going into those barrels i was like yelling at my tv as i was like oh my god is he gonna hit He's gonna hit the barrels like something was gonna happen it just was a bizarre very bizarre situation and it reminded me of 2004's um, homestead race when Kurt Busch narrowly dodged the barrels and that ended up being his championship moment because if he would have hit that obviously he would not have won and uh, for me I was asking on social media like was that Ryan Blaney's moment like Kurt Busch was in 2004 because it's like if Larson runs into Blaney. Blaney does not have the points he does right now. No. And that changes because this didn't matter for Kyle Larson, right? But it did for Ryan Blaney. So this was a huge possible moment of the season. If Blaney does advance to championship four and then wins the championship, like crazy. And by the way, just that incident was just so I don't know what the thing... Do you remember when Brandon Jones hit the barrels at Fontana? Brandon Jones. I don't. Why do I not remember that? Like that was probably a lot bigger. It was like a big whole bunch of sand was in the air. But um, this was just like, holy like this was the moment of the race
0: and i mean the race completely flipped after that point because yeah i mean it wasn't even just about the leader because then jgr started blowing up and stuff like literally so
1: but even even before that like blaney and larson were battling for the lead like this was still a very fascinating fun race but as you said zach uh truex and hamlin uh they had their issues as well and by the way even before they had their issues blaney was still like minus three to the cut line because truex was like 17th or something as usual so like blaney was right there at the cut line so even if they didn't have their issue blaney was still there which i was like texting you i was like i can't believe this let's
0: talk about Truex because um did they get stage points in stage two i don't remember because they started off really great didn't they do a weird strategy thing or no that was
1: last week sorry i don't remember that was last week i i know they did in stage one stage two i don't know you might have to look that up but sure like he started this off man really just ready to go on a boat didn't he get the pole he did get the yeah pole.
0: so he started off really good we're like okay martin truex is back but then as the race went on they just went backwards on adjustments and and that's i mean that's what nascar is all about adjusting your car throughout the race making it better keeping up with everyone else that 19 team and again it kind of goes back to where they haven't been performing at a certain level since august again it doesn't really surprise me that james small is not able to get kind of that 19 car where it needs to be right with adjustments and stuff and truex mentally as a driver you know kind of keeping up with that very frustrated with you know on the radio saying what
1: did he say alex And Truex said on the radio With a bunch more expletives He said it's a joke I ain't doing this anymore Uh, That was after the A bad pit stop So I just think Truex is ready to go on his boat He probably wishes he didn't sign the contract Because he just sounds annoyed And I wonder if JGR won't Take James Small away from Truex Because this They've never really gelled well Like on the radio at least it sounds They just like kind of yell at each other and they're just mad all the time mm-hmm. i don't think that's healthy but like truex and james small both said like oh that's just how we communicate and it's like um all right <laughs> I, I whatever know. you say like, I, I, I don't want to be in that relationship i don't want to i, I mean, don't want to
0: talk to my man like that i mean um mm-hmm. from what i from what it looks like i think truex got like what 13 stage points he, he left with 19 points and he got like six of them so yeah 13 so he got like some stage points at least i think in both stages but which is good that's what i expect yeah. but so again it's just they fell apart at the end of the race and then the engine happened which i saw someone on twitter but, say like i th- I bet he blew that engine up on purpose he just wanted to get out of the car go on <laughs> that boat
1: yeah and by the way, Truex, he still probably should have gotten more stage points than he did because he got the pole. Yeah. It's a track he's historically good at. Like still, like You're 13, the that's car. good. Yeah. 13 points for stages is good. Kyle Larson left like, with 21 points. you expect points. more. Yeah, like
0: he, le- yeah. he leaves Homestead here with 21 points, which obviously it doesn't matter for him. But just saying like,
1: that's yeah. the kind of performance he had. So quick note, I really like the idea. I've seen circle it around on Twitter. Of making the final championship four race make the points matter there, but yeah. then if you still win the race, you are still champion. I think that would be a nice adjustment.
0: I kind of like the idea, but I feel like it doesn't do anything because like someone's gonna win the race anyways. So
1: yeah, like one but of at least in that scenario, if one of them doesn't, which it has not happened yet in yeah, this format, cup, yeah, but like. Yeah, if it were to happen, though, it would go back to points and, or you know, I think that'd be fine. I I like that more than winner take all, but what do I know?
0: Um, Or maybe it helps.
1: Maybe the order of their points determines, like,
0: somehow helps their starting order for, like, the stages, maybe? I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe a little dumb. That's too gimmicky. It's too... Oh, we can't put more gimmicks. Oh, that's fine.
1: No, um, I don't. I hate that idea. Yeah. But Denny Hamlin, uh, not to just shut you down. No, you're right. You're that. fine. Moving I on. hate it too. I don't even like it that much. But um. But uh. Yeah, Hamlin. Denny Hamlin had something break. I thought it was a right front tire in the yeah, moment. Yeah, it looked like a tire, but um, but the the team said it's not. I don't. The know team if they said. said what yeah, it was. Chris
0: Gaypart said it wasn't even like, um. It wasn't even like from contact like from the wall from earlier because he was racing brain blaney really hard i mean they were pulling slides on each other they were t- yeah. they were making a little bit of contact but something just broke apparently it wasn't from hitting the wall because like yeah. it's not something that's happened before so just very unlucky and yikes that's not good for Hamlin. i mean again he was our guy he was the main character this year and i mean he's still got martinsville to go you know save this and i believe in him but yeah it's not looking good you don't want to go in under the cut line i mean just with that this 11 team hasn't been good since like texas
1: so two things uh that battle between hamlin and blaney and i think byron was there or bell was there one of them that was so intense that was that was good racing. like that side that's of the, what yeah. the larson moment like that was like the moment of the race that was like that, that was it was battling so intense the win yeah and that is why i love homestead miami so much we're going to talk about that in a second but just phenomenal racing by all these guys but and blaney ended up calling hamlin a hack which huh. that was so funny he could be a little bit blaney more creative. Said, no, well, Blaney said, what does he call people? Oh, okay. He said yeah, it he like was that. Activated. Never mind.
0: Yeah. That's, that's eh, it's not that smooth. I'll give it a 7 out of 10.
1: It was funny. It was. But um, Yeah, but Homestead Miami Speedway, I'm giving it Slay of the Week because that track is phenomenal. I think last year when Larson kind of stunk up the show, we kind of re- forgot how good that track is. Yeah. Because, or a lot of people did that track is perfect that needs to be the season finale again that this race was top five of the season like right up there with both kansas races and some of the super speedways like it was just outstanding and you had not only was the racing fantastic you had the playoff drama which was elite like in all forms And as we just mentioned that battle for three wide you ain't gonna get that at phoenix nope that three wide battle you're not gonna get that at phoenix oh. imagine if that was for the championship yeah like like i don't get why we're not i i get why financially I, it's because of money i still but don't like, i mean they just put a bunch of money in
0: homestead or no they didn't but like homestead it's a nice facility it's near miami i mean come on y'all well they put money into phoenix i guess and that's so why it's
1: so it, the championship should be Phoenix's. in richmond is what
0: you're saying they put money into richmond
1: they put they should put money into Kansas and put it at Kansas I know it'd be freezing probably but I'd be there it wouldn't uh, be all right
0: but no what? like what you're saying is like yes like Homestead yeah. is the championship track I mean if you listen like you listen to the teardown right like Jeff Glock was talking about all the cool memories of like you know Brad getting drunk after his championship and you know Jimmy was taking pictures here uh just uh, it's just such a cool 2011 yeah 2011 the whole i mean the history of the track in the championship it's just like taking it away from there was such an insult if you ask me and phoenix Mm -hmm. for the three years that we've had it has not replicated the same vibes even with cool stuff like chase elliott doing it and then like maybe the xfinity photo finish we got with daniel hammer and whoever that was What the BS? Sendrick. The BS that's happened with the trucks and that finale there, where you know Brett Moffat like either stole the championship but, or he got his championship stole. Like it's just Phoenix has
1: not been doing the same thing that Homestead has. It is just, it's the perfect track, and it's base. It's Darlington's sister track, and I think making a track like that, the finale, like very difficult to do. Yeah is it, it's just it's perfect like phoenix has nothing special about it like oh the grandstands are when what used to be a corner i don't care like I, yeah I, I don't care well
0: phoenix i will like, say I, phoenix is unique but it's not like the racing sucks the racing isn't good there if the racing was good there it'd be different but like well and that that's a car issue but also homestead is
1: good with literally every single car
0: it's yeah like, we I, don't we haven't seen many bad races on homestead to be honest like, and that's yeah. just why so, progressive banking is awesome. But
1: yeah, yeah, it it, and I saw more tweets than ever last night that Homestead should be the finale again. And I, NASCAR's listening to its fans right now. So I'm hoping that they can maybe find a way financially to make it work and bring it back they there should. because like, look at how many things they have done because of fan demand. I, I know they see that, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm hopeful. That maybe it'll go back in a in a twenty twenty five, and we know Phoenix is locked in for next year. Um, but yeah, Homestead's amazing. Uh, one other thing about playoff drivers, we have not talking about Chris Busher and there's no really good reason to talk about Bro him. Was running twenty seventh because... in
0: stage one. Yeah. I mean, just finished twenty first.
1: Yeah. That's it, and it's, it's so, sad. It's sad because chris busher like you and i had him in our championship four we made our, our dumb asses we <laughs> well we
0: but weren't dumb though i mean
1: we had good reason to put him there we were justified i think because he was so consistent yeah. that he was gonna just make it through i thought the run blaney's having would have been chris busher right like i literally thought they'd be flipped yes genuinely yeah but the thing with busher i don't get is and you and i are texting about it during the race is like rfk is still good like keselowski was running top five most of this race so it's just a 17 it's and really weird most times this most times this year the 17 was better than the six but twice in the playoffs the six has been better than the 17 or i guess three times yeah. now so i I don't know what's going on there and you and I were texting about it and we were like well maybe they're just overthinking their yeah, setups on because the, team. the 17
0: team they've when was the last time Roush anyone at Roush even made it this far in the playoffs right like Carl Edwards 2014 yeah. like literally they are not used to this the personnel the people obviously Chris Bushers, this is the first time he's been I mean I just think everyone at that team is just overthinking it that's my guess I'm like, obviously not involved but that's just my guess because it's just weird to see their performance just dip like this,
1: right? And I with Busher, I mean, he is—he's what minus forty-three. He basically has to win. I, I, I don't know, man. It, it's very sad to see how this is kind of falling off for him. He could still win Martinsville. I wouldn't count him out. Yeah. I mean, it, he's won Richmond and he's won Bristol, but that'd be intense. I don't know if he's somehow running up
0: front there i mean this the thing and i mean let's look ahead to martinsville real quick i guess because like that could it's shaping up to be pretty good because blaney hamlin and truex historically all three of them are really good blaney is above the cut line but he hasn't actually gotten a win at martinsville yet ever so it's like this Mm -hmm. is setting up to be pretty good and byron's looking pretty good but again you never know something could happen
1: with blaney he's been close several times i feel like he probably should have won several martinsville races so like he's definitely going to be a contender here uh byron is plus 30 like you know things bad he could have an issue before the end of stage one and then be knocked out like it's possible is it likely maybe not he does have the buffer of being third in points uh rather than fourth so i mean who knows Blaney 10 as we mentioned and Reddick's minus 10. Reddick, I don't know. I mean, he kind of came alive there late at Homestead, but I don't really he don't see got him no Winnie Martinsville.
0: I don't either. Well, maybe. I don't know. My problem is, or the thing is not problem. It's just like qualifying is going to be so important. We know how hard it is to pass with the short track package. I think we all need to be watching qualifying on Saturday because, and it's not even about who's going to like finish good in the race from that, but stage points, right? Like, if Blaney gets the pole and then can like guarantee a stage win just from that if they don't mess it up, like that's amazing. That's exactly what they need to do. Right? I mean, it's going right. to be so hard for him to miss that cut line if he's able to not lose points on Hamlin and Truex going in. It's uh, in the stages. So that's that's going to the race starts on Saturday for this race. Yeah. It really does. I
1: agree. Yep. I agree. And then Hamlin and Truex are both minus seventeen. I want to talk about Denny in a second, and then Bush, as I said minus forty-three. Denny, I think, could make it in on points still. Like he'd have to like if Blaney would have to have some issues in It's gonna be issues,
0: close though. I, though. Think. I think with any yeah. with Hamlin or Truex, I think it's gonna have to be really close.
1: Because yeah. I don't I think Truex has gone fishing. I think he's done. He's I, checked like, out. There's two there's too many things going against him. I wouldn't be surprised if he pulls a Carl Edwards and we're watching Truex's final races and he might just terminate to be like, honest, get out of the contract. Like it's not looking good.
0: I mean, he's got enough money to do something like that. I think he's got enough money to get out of that contract. I would think. And yeah, but, I could see it. And he, yeah. He, Especially if he, he like
1: might stick around, but
0: well, if something really stupid happens at Martinsville, I could definitely see that that takes him out of this championship or If he somehow makes it to Phoenix. I'm just saying, it would be really cool to see him get to Phoenix and then somehow win the championship.
1: I kind of hope
0: that happens. I'm kind of rooting for him, actually, now that
1: I say that out loud. Because that would be really funny. Oh my gosh. And mind you, Truex is so far back. He has the 15 point bonus for winning regular state championship all of his wins he's still minus 17
0: he hasn't been this far back in the playoffs yet either like if he was below the cut line he was only a few points out but this is he hasn't made up a gap like this in the playoffs yet it's just not looking good bro but hey listen it's a new race maybe he can do
1: something it's martinsville and nbc made a great point during the broadcast about like well hey stage points are good but everyone else is getting stage points too except chris busher yeah i think it was bell actually got like one stage point i know he wants doesn't matter yeah the bell got the one playoff point or stage point excuse me but like everyone else was like one two three, three four yeah. five six so it's like truex Truex was probably the one who was in 6th He was probably right? like so sixth
0: or seventh. I mean, if you're finishing bottom half of the top 10, then you're probably sixth or seventh or like fifth of all the playoff guys. Yeah. That's not good enough.
1: So I think Truex needs to win. I think Denny could still point his way in. I'm just basing. They're on the same points, but I think they have different goals just because of where they have been lately. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But I think Denny could win Martinsville. I'll tell
0: you what, though. I, I'm intrigued. This is, I'm very compelled by this whole thing because seeing guys like seeing, I mean, Hamlin and Truex are, I mean, they're the top two JGR drivers, right? Like just Mm -hmm. star, star power wise, results wise, right? 50 something wins for Hamlin championship should be more championship for Truex. It would be a big deal if both these guys miss it. It's going to be a big deal. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then Byron, Byron and Blaney are both staring at their first final four appearance um which is a big deal i think as well like
1: yeah Yeah. this is gonna be it's gonna be crazy by the way yeah we have fully entered a new era of nascar because look at these guys we're talking about no kyle bush larson no logano (laughs) we yeah we have larson and bell in those guys are it's larson 30 like 30 or under ish it's all these guys they were rookies in
0: the 2010s they were rookies in the
1: 2010s yeah late 2010s even byron byron and blaney and then reddick like the only old guys here are hamlin and truex and i don't see truex advancing i'd be shocked honestly and there were like
0: years where it was always harvick and truex and kyle bush in the final four and loganos you know sliding in there and you know, and of course, mm-hmm. Logano just had an off year and Kyle Busch, you know, new team and stuff, but I mean, yeah, it's just, I love how this final eight has been so unique and I love seeing these guys mm-hmm. fight and it's just Martinsville. I mean, Martinsville, I know the race is probably going to suck, but these guys are going to do stupid. We saw it last year. You can't do the same thing again, but Ross Chastain did something stupid and it worked. We're going to see some stupid stuff. Yes, Alex.
1: I have a prediction <laughs> and I've said this, uh, To the grid network team, Um, I think Denny Hamlin is going to try doing the Ross Chastain move, but then get disqualified for it (laughs) because that's the new rule. That's the new rule, and that is going to just wrap up his season in a little pretty bow. I feel like he would. He's not that dumb though. He. he, I feel like he would. I don't know
0: what kind of like desperate move like i could see someone just sending it in there
1: like ridiculously hard like like that's what i'm saying i think denny's into something similar maybe not the exact not, same like, thing he's not
0: gonna ride the wall but i see him like clipping like that grass on the inside almost hitting the inside pit wall and then like body slamming someone like kind of like yeah. ryan newman and kyle larson at phoenix but like Ooh, even more yeah, dramatic because yeah. it's martinsville and it's not phoenix so yeah i don't know i'm down for it
1: that's why i love martinsville like i think denny is going to be the guy to watch most closely because two years in a row in this race like he got mad at alex bowman at martinsville that one time and then the next year the chastain thing happened which chastain made him mad all year so then this year i i think something's gonna happen it's gonna be him versus Blaney, isn't it i bet they might fight
0: you know jgr and pinsky guys they never get along they're gonna That's fight that might really be true. the new rivalry actually Blaney and I mean they weren't wait you heard it here first Denny always gets in trouble here at Martinsville you're old girl he hasn't had like a normal fall Martinsville race in years I feel like he's always oh, getting in something anyways we'll I go we'll, I guess we'll go ahead and take a break before we get into the tea and then we'll be right back talking about tweet of the week the United States Grand Prix silly season news and more welcome back to the gay racing podcast it is time for the tea where we talk about the latest gossip and news in the motorsports world today we're going to start off with hold on i'm lost in the dock i am lost in the dock i we are going to start off with a returning little segment just for at least one week tweets of the week i don't know where it went it just kind of disappeared from our radar but then yeah, alex about it alex was in the kitchen cooking up this really good tweet so i made a tweet first because i was looking at a screenshot of like zane smith's truck and i realized the front banner where it says craftsman is like gigantic like craftsman is getting their money's worth because it covers about half the windshield i don't know how they can see out of it maybe it's just for the playoffs i don't know but it was huge so anyways that's a thing and i'm just like why are these banners so huge my bro alex what, alex what did you say
1: i said they're so big so matt crafton and johnny Sauter can read them like you might not think that that's it, that funny but it really is funny it,
0: in that it, moment it is it funny. was
1: hilarious I was was... laughing at it when I posted it.
0: Because you like Johnny Sauter and Matt Crafton had nothing to do with it. They had nothing to do with anything. Okay, I think they're they're washed. They are so washed. Oh yeah. But yeah. When was the last time they won a race? I wonder. Jesus Christ. In a hot
1: minute. I don't know. Is Johnny Sodder even race anymore? I think no. I think he does. I'm pretty sure he does. I don't know. We don't watch trucks. Oh, I don't know. Um Um, Thank you for Tweet of the Week, Zach. I, I really appreciate it. I worked really hard for that, Oh, he obviously. doesn't. He
0: hasn't done full-time since 2021. Oh. No. Oh, I didn't know that. He only did Kansas, Darlington, and North Wilkesboro for the 04 team. Roper.
1: Interesting. That's weird. You know what else is weird, Zach? What? Formula One. Very. Because... Yep. Uh. They were in the United States this past weekend uh, in Austin, Texas. So, quick summary of what happened. Lando Norris led early. Pretty cool. McLaren's on a big upswing right now, actually. Uh, Lando led early, but of course, Max Verstappen passed him. Uh, Verstappen got his 50th career win. Big. Um, and then Lewis Hamilton was apparently in second and was closing on him. And uh, Hamilton's trying to catch Perez for P2 in the standings. Mm -hmm. But Hamilton got disqualified. Don't ask me what for. I don't know. He got disqualified. (laughs) Uh, And then so did Charles Leclerc. They both got disqualified. Sounds like a NASCAR Um, race. my My assumption is they got disqualified for being too hot. That's my assumption. I, yeah. I don't that's know why Denny Hamlin happened, gets but, um, that's
0: why Denny Hamlin gets disqualified so exactly. much. Mm. And Ryan exactly. Blaney,
1: that's why they disqualified him at True. first.
0: That's why <laughs> He's been cutting his hair, keeping it all nice. Mm. Just wasn't oh, was mm. too much.
1: But uh the Hamilton and Leclaire DQs pushed both the Williams cars into the points and Logan Sargent, the American driver, the lone American driver, ended up getting His first points in the United States Grand Prix. He's the first American since Michael Andretti to get any points in Mm -hmm. F1. Foreshadowing. Pretty cool. (laughs) Oh, Oh. foreshadowing? Foreshadowing? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. um, Yeah, I don't have much to say. I did not watch F1. I was watching NASCAR. So I wasn't watching. I was busy Sunday. So. Yeah, I was busy watching NASCAR. I was exactly busy watching
0: so. NASCAR.
1: I guess so, huh? Exactly. Weird how that works. <laughs> God. And some big news here in the sprint car world in dirt racing are the High Limit Sprint Car Series, which is owned by Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet. They have purchased Tony Stewart's All-Star Circuit of Champions Series. Uh, this is huge. And I think those two merging is going to be even more competition for the world of outlaws and if you don't know dirt racing don't worry about it world of outlaws is basically nascar of the dirt racing world and high limit they had their debut this debut season this year and i went to their first race here in kc and it's very impressive and they're trying to keep their shows short and sweet they're trying not to keep people long okay, and we got stuff all to night do. so yeah don't keep exactly. us up all night like nascar dude and little speculatory thing here. Tony Stewart letting something go. Oh, I find interesting. Something that he owns. Oh. Interesting. He's letting, because he's got he's, to like retire for real. Like actually retire. Because <laughs> think about Tony Stewart, right? He has Stewart House Racing, which is not good right now. He owns Eldora, which that track is doing very good right now. He yeah. owned this series. He owns an NHRA team that he drives for and his wife drives for. Uh, he owns Tony Stewart Racing in the Roll of Outlaws. There's probably a lot more. He owns SRX, obviously. Yeah. He's a big part of SRX. So I just find it interesting that he's letting his sprint car series go.
0: Let me I wonder if he's this got... is just. Well, it's high limit. I mean, high limit obviously is a new thing with Larson and Brad Sweet. I think he. He obviously respects Larson and Sweet to where it was more of a, you know what? I already have enough on my plate. You guys are doing a great thing. I want you guys to have this because I know you guys are going to do awesome stuff with it. That's how I see it.
1: Mm. You know, I don't know if you thought of it like that. So you don't see it. I'm not saying I do either. I'm just saying you don't think this might be a sign of things to come. Like, maybe Tony Stewart's going to back I, out of I other things. I was going like to FHR. say that,
0: but then you said all the other stuff that he's involved in. I forgot about the NHRA thing, and he just got into he's that. He's racing that. Yeah, that's the thing. He just got into that. So, I'm just like... And we know Tony Stewart, how he is. He's kind of like Kyle Larson, where it's just like he has to be racing something. I think, I think he wants to do that until he dies or until he just physically yeah. can't anymore. Like... I just i think that's just him so it's like i think that again i think that's i i, I can that's just something that he probably just was like you know what y'all can have this because y'all are awesome and
1: i could use a little bit less on my plate right now so for sure so that's gonna be something to watch because world of outlaws they really are like dominant over in the dirt racing scene so for high limit to be kind of become two of the smaller series that are competing yeah, with the outlaws emerging. and the outlaws, they have a clause. We've talked about this before, several months ago. They that's have Santa a Claus? clause. If you're going to, no, <laughs> that's really dumb. They, joke. Have... they, it's October stop. So, but they, if you're going to run full time with world of outlaws, you can only run three, I believe non world of outlaw races. And a lot of, maybe it's four, three or four. What? So that's a rule if you're yeah wait sorry say they don't want it's not it's a non-compete rule yeah oh that's cringe so you saw there were a lot of guys with high limit who ran that like casey kane raced several races with this for example and donnie shots for example but uh they can only run a handful of races that are not world of outlaws so they want to be full time in the Outlaws, so it's yeah. uh, interesting. I'm curious to see how this impacts that, because this is now two series in one. I'm sure they're just going to merge it into one big thing. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. I'll be following that. Mm-hmm. Uh, something else that came out of left field today: uh, IndyCar silly season. Pietro Fittipaldi <sighs> has been signed to drive to number 30 for Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan. Where did this come from? It got randomly generated. I I posted that they, Frankel Letterman Lanigan, they had a big board of every single every free single agent person. in all of motorsport. All of them. All of them. Like, and <laughs> then they hit randomize, and it landed on Pietro Fittipaldi. Like Ryan That's Newman was random there. He, was, he his name was yeah. on there. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ryan Newman was on the list. He was but... on
0: the list. And uh, what's his name? Zach Veach? <laughs> yeah. Zach Veach was on there. On there. But um, Who else yeah. was on the list? I'm so curious. Pietro Fittipaldi. Has he done
1: IndyCar before? I think he attempted the Indy 500, or he did run it maybe a few years ago. I don't know. I think he ran... 51.
0: Didn't where? he fill in Didn't he do a few F1 races like he filled in for he somebody? Did.
1: Yeah. So it's the same one. I think he filled one. in
0: for grosjean Yeah. Doesn't he have a brother Enzo Enzo Fittipaldi? He does stuff too.
1: Yeah. I don't know the Fittipaldi family tree.
0: I don't either. I know side. like the but, one dude was famous, but I'm uneducated.
1: That was before my time. But So yeah, I Pietro Fittipaldi in the 30 uh Jury vips who they had in the 30 last few races of the season uh rll said that he is still on contract and they might run a fourth car for him which i don't know if it's a good idea for rl for who
0: a fourth jury vips who cares about him um i looked up so pietro fittipaldi made three starts in 2021 with the 51 team it was with great. Right, it was the oval races that Grosjean didn't do so um, four, Whoa, two, okay. two races at Texas and then the Indy 500 so yeah gotcha yep so he filled in for Grosjean in both F1
1: and IndyCar
0: I guess so Is that right I mean it wasn't like filling in but yeah I guess so yeah you're well, right there, aren't you yeah was it for I guess it was for Grosjean at F1 yeah hmm yeah
1: weird interesting 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 um, quick note on IndyCar silly season. We're still waiting on Coin, which is the 18 and the 51. They have not said who's going to be in their cars. Um, my assumption is probably Devlin Francesco oh, and Daniel Frost from Who is Lights that? Or next, now you just made that it's guy up.
0: No, you just made that guy up. There's no, no guy that exists named Daniel
1: Frost. <laughs> Who is this but, guy? But, but that's a that's a rumor that's like several about, long,
0: weeks old months old talk about randomly um, generated you just randomly generated that name it was like let me put this on the I podcast see if that's zach a, believes it's a it. real
1: name that's not a real person i don't believe <laughs> let me look this guy up I really don't believe. It's, it's daniel it's daniel with an a instead of an e what yeah oh denial i'll Den- let you look it up quick oh singaporean he's singaporean okay zach we we probably met him at iowa cute. when we did the meet and greet wait
0: was it was this the one i thought was cute this might have I been the one so, i thought actually. was cute actually i think this is the one i thought was... i was just no exactly. way i just kind of like disrespected this man and i'm i
1: girl what a what a turn of anyway, events oh my god i i think you might see him possibly at coin oh i, I would like um, to see him i'm fine with that i'll i'll see him all the time yeah yeah, yeah. and we don't know what grosjean's doing i'll ride him like, for the
0: next 20 years
1: <laughs> uh, we don't know what grosjean's doing <laughs> and uh Ed carpenter racing the 20 is still unannounced uh they tested christian rasmussen the indie next champion and Oliver Askew also tested for oh, them. I forgot
0: about him. He was on the list. He was on that RL list. He was on
1: that list too. <laughs> he was on yeah, that yeah. list. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's a lot of there's still some question marks. We don't know if if Andretti is going to run a fourth car or not. The 29. Uh, I've read Tatiana Calderon possibly might come back and possibly get that they car.
0: They're going to leave her in the car for eight races and be like, I right, get out.
1: Yeah, probably. Unfortunately. Yep. Um, other than that, Silly Season's kind of winding down in IndyCar. Most of the big things are kind of taken. I think it's 20 is probably the biggest one. Uh, I don't think Ryan Hunter Ray's coming back for that. It doesn't sound like it no. at least, So, Anyway, one other Silly Season thing. First reported by our friend Matt Weaver, and then official the other day is that Chandler Smith is out at college. Uh, <gasps> Matt Weaver is reporting that Joe Gibbs Racing is going or has bought out uh, his contract at colleague. That's pretty big. Oh, There's a potential, big. like, if Martin Truex decides to go on a boat a year early, this is, like, huge deal, possibly. So, I mean, Chandler Smith, I just don't think he really gelled at Collig at all, so I'm not really surprised. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Do we know season. who's going into the 20 car for... Or is that... Who we, it is Like Chandler Smith In the 20 car
1: It It might be Smith But I guess um, so It was also Announced wait. a few weeks ago Or maybe a week ago That Sheldon Creed Is leaving RCR Right And Bob Pocris Has been saying He's been linked to Toyota I've they have seen that st- at least Or I think Bob was theorizing Because what I'm so. saying Is they have two
0: seats to fill That's the, what I'm trying yeah. to say Like they have two seats Because What Sammy Smith is going to JGR
1: Leaving or No not Sammy jgr smith was already at jgr sorry j is m- going to
0: jrm jr that well okay jr i the jr got me messed up jrm and then chandler smith so it's kind of you can think of that as replacing whatever so they have one ride left john andrew sucks going to um whatever legacy so legacy. yeah i don't know who they're gonna get they you know i always love me some sheldon creed so we could do it that'd be my prediction
1: but I don't know for sure. I don't know. Um Sheldon Creed's kinda mid though, so Bay Racing Podcast Fantasy. What the f why do you keep clutched, winning? But <laughs> Wait, but then late in the race, while the battle Tyler Reddick decided to actually try. On, Reddick passes Byron in like the closing oh, of lap course. of the race. He was like, nope, you I can't leading. let Zach
0: win fantasy. Let me go.
1: <laughs> Byron was leading at a point late in this race. I'm like, oh, Didn't cool he win Zach. stage then, two or did I make that up? Like, or was that Blaney winning stage two? I don't remember. Blaney won stage okay, two. Okay, never mind. Well, Byron was up there. But he was leading. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, my pick of Reddit got third and William Byron, your pick got fourth. So, Zach, you still don't get a point um i did clinch a week ago it is 32 to 20. <sighs> you could still get 26. it's possible
0: i don't even care i just want to get a win <laughs> i don't even care i'm yeah. just doing this for fun at this point i gotta pick i gotta pick all right intense are right, you ready yeah. All right, three, two, one. I'm pressing enter. We both picked Ryan Blaney. That's crazy. We both picked Ryan Blaney. You you don't let me have anything. Don't let me have anything.
1: You don't let me I have Blaney, anything at all. I think Blaney's gonna win. I really do. I think. I just feel it. I think Blaney's gonna go out and do it. You irritate you look me. So mad right now. I am
0: mad. Who let me pick Ryan Blaney this week? Why, why would you ever pick Ryan Blaney? Because
1: I think he's gonna win. That's why, it's, that's the game, Zach. Pick who I think is gonna win? Oh my God. Ryan Blaney. Well, if only I
0: thought of that. Oh wait, you I did, did, and then you stole it. You did. I don't even know uh, if I'm mentally prepared to make a second this pick, because so I don't even know who. I was like, there's no way he's picking Ryan Blaney. Jesus Christ! Of I got course my you next did. One.
1: I'm ready. I'm. <sighs> hmm.
0: I have a really funny idea. I just don't know if I want to do it. We're gonna pick B.J. McLeod. That'd no, be so cool. That would somehow still beat. No, you could pick B.J. McLeod and it would beat me. It probably would. <laughs> I yeah. Anyways, you ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. 5 Wait, sorry. three two one. All right. I pick Kyle Larson. Alex picked Denny Hamlin. I just don't want to pick Toyota's right now cuz I just I don't have, I don't like the vibes of Denny. Um he'll win next week cuz Alex picked him. Um you know who I wanted to pick? I wanted to pick William Byron for the third straight race. <laughs> and then somehow I should've done that. I should have cursed him you Dang should it. have cursed him oh, yeah well i can't go back on Dang. it now but i pay larson because he's just he's been good at martin lately he got one there in the spring i think yeah they're still going to try to perform good i think i don't think he's going to win though really i think blaney's going to win i just i don't know I think, i'm kind of mentally checked out I of think this
1: it's going to be it's going to be blaney and hamlin one too I don't know what Your order. Rate. I think Blaine is going to win, though. I, I, this is why you're ahead.
0: Like I'm just checked out of this. I just can't. I just don't even know anymore. But I don't know Hamlin though. He just can't. <sighs> him and Martinsville lately. I just don't know.
1: Yeah. He's been dropping the but ball. I think here. I picked him a. I think I picked him a year ago, and he was just kind of not there, and then he got kicked out of the playoffs because of Chastain. But still, wasn't, yeah. he wasn't high enough in running order. Oh no. Um we'll see. Yeah. So Zach, we have an Apple review. Holy
0: cow, who is um, it
1: from? You lost fantasy, so you get the honors.
0: Oh, I thought I asked who it was from and then you didn't say anything. So it's from oh. our friend Cassie Fambro. It um she writes funny and insightful these guys have it all the brains and the laughs come for the hot takes and stay for the honest dialogue about the industry we all love. I feel like that's a good, it's so short and sweet that quote. I just feel like we could put that on like our book. We're writing a book. Yes. About how you have wronged me in fantasy and you don't let me play the game.
1: Mm. Hmm. Sounds like, uh, you and I in Mario Kart, but reverse.
0: Yes, quite literally. I let you play the game. I let you chill in second. I know. I let you chill in second. See, I let you chill in second, too. Yeah. And Gary's in podcast fantasy. Yeah, except this, this second place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we need more people. But we need more people in the podcast, so I don't have to be last. Uh, <laughs> gosh. You want Jackson to start making picks so you can be third? Jesus Christ imagine like three people trying to make picks and like anytime two of us like match
1: it's like we we have to yeah he's so annoying that'd be funny Um, but yeah thank you so much cassie for the review uh there is no other review right now written Um, that are new y'all do i gotta say it again
0: right the
1: reveal sorry that was yeah so you can uh, it was funny so you can leave a five-star review a written apple five-star review yes and one of us will read it the loser of fantasy so probably zach will read it i'm gonna hit the hell out of you when i get there in may i'm gonna hit the
0: hell out of you i'm gonna smack the hell out of you i hope joseph newgarden sees it i'm over you you are so not funny you think you're the funniest little anyways um That's that's gonna It ain't funny. That's gonna be Ryan Blaney and Denny Hamlin next week. The reason Denny Hamlin's not gonna win is because he's gonna get into a Ryan Blaney. That's why neither of them are gonna make it.
1: Gosh. And then William Byron will win the race. William Byron. I really.
0: The one week I don't pick that mother effer. He's gonna win. I'm so over this. Oh no! Oh my god! I'm literally crying.
1: Uh, All right. Well, while Zach cries, you can follow all, You can follow the podcast at Gay Racing Pod on pretty much every social media platform. You can follow me at Newgaden on every social media platform. Uh, I'm also on Blue Sky if you're on there. Uh, threads, X slash Twitter, Instagram, all those. And Zach is at GP when he decides to post.
0: When he decides to post. Anyways. Yeah. That's well, true. It is very true. So next week, we're going to talk about Martinsville, whatever happens there, and then we'll be looking at the championship and making predictions for that. Well, or, or picks, I guess, really just picks. But, yeah, so we will see. So I will go ahead and end the episode now. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and bye-bye. Bye.